Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following his lead in the great Northwest. Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast. This is Dust Kunkel, and I'm sitting here with President Paul Linneman again, and uh, we want to talk just a little bit about the uh, Racism Task Force, or as we, uh, as they call it, uh, speaking the truth in love to racism. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you fill us in a little bit on what that's all about? Sure. Well, at, in 2018, at our district convention, a resolution was brought before the convention about the issue of racism. And we started to unpack it a little bit. And I think quickly recognized that we weren't really prepared yeah. to, to address it in a thoughtful, careful way in 2018. And that's really what district conventions are for. It's to work together in a thoughtful and careful way to listen to one another and, and kind of work through some of the things that we we think are important. Very true. Yeah. And, and maybe this is a good opportunity for a little excursus <laughs> on my part about yeah. what conventions ought to be. Yes. Because typically, I think we, we, we want to think about conventions in the context of living in a democracy. Right. Because there's debate and people give and take mm-hmm. and and they compromise mm-hmm. in order to come to some level of an agreement. That's what a democracy does. Well, the reality is is that the church is not a democracy. Yeah. We're a monarchy. <laughs> and Jesus is the king. Exactly. <laughs> if Jesus is the king, yeah. then what our conventions are for is to try to discern what our king wants us to do and wow. how to live. Yeah. That's a little different than just you say your piece and I say my piece and uh, we come up with something that we hammered out in between it. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. It, it's a very different perspective. Mm. And so um, when it comes to to living that out, we, we, we've we decided as in our polity to use voting as a way to come up with answers to questions. Right. And honestly, voting isn't the best way to do that. Right. Because what we really need to do is seek to talk together, to convince one another based on the word of God mm-hmm. through the lens of the Lutheran confessions as to what our king wants us to do and to be. Yeah, as I hear you describing that, it doesn't matter what size of gathering we're in. You're, you're kind of describing a process that works whether there's two people or three people or... 230 people. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I believe that. Hmm. And and if we really see ourselves as a monarchy in that way, right. then it's going to change the way that we approach the conversation. Right. It, it makes it really different. Right. Yeah. And and hmm. if, if that's the case, I, I think we all need to approach a conversation like this one from a perspective of being changed by it. Right. Not asserting an opinion, but being open to letting God lead us through the work of the Holy Spirit, through our conversation with our sisters and brothers around the Word of God and through the lens of the Lutheran Confessions to help us discern what He wants for us. You're describing, too, uh, what it means to walk in a worshipful way with with Jesus as our King. Mm -hmm. In other words, uh, we rise each morning, remember in our baptism that He's changed us, and we look for Him to keep changing us throughout the day, each day. I think that last sentence is, is probably the most critical thing, to keep changing us. Because yeah. we call that process sanctification. Yes. We are certainly justified 
by God's grace through faith in Christ, mm-hmm. um, the ultimate question is answered. Yeah. The, the question that remains for us is how we're going to live that out right. between now and the time we fully realize it. So great excursus because it, mm-hmm. it does, this does really connect with a, a team of people that you pulled together on behalf of the convention right. from 2018 to mm-hmm. look at the topic of speaking the truth and love about racism. Yes, yeah. yes. We, we were uh, looking to try to provide... A, a collection of voices mm-hmm. that would speak to the issue from uh, all the way around the table. Yeah, and so we asked uh, Rick McCafferty, who's a pastor mm-hmm. in the Missouri Synod, who's a uh, Native Alaskan. Right. Maria Vargas, who is uh, uh, a part of our Latino community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ron Newton, who's a longtime friend of mine. I've known Ron for about 40 years. Didn't you guys go to school together? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. before that. I actually uh, was a uh, teaching partner with his wife, Rosalind, oh, cool. up okay. in, at Concordia in Seattle, Concordia okay. Lutheran School. And that's where I met Ron. Um, Ron's an African-American who mm-hmm. was trained as a, as a, a commission minister and was an educator okay. for many years. Wonderful. Um, uh, Brad Malone, who's a mm-hmm. pastor up in Seattle. Brad was the chairman of the floor committee that uh, proposed the initial resolution in 2018. Right. And then uh, Herb Hofer, who's retired uh, Concordia University professor and yeah. missionary to India. Right. And Herb was the chair, and he pulled this group together, and they did some really fine work, yeah. I think. So we had an indigenous person and a Hispanic person and a, and a black person and then a couple other people on this team that were really sitting down to think this through together and mm-hmm. and with the word of God directing them as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I want to make sure that all the delegates to the convention read the report that's in the workbook. Yep. They shared a report of their activity that's in the workbook and and please make sure that you read that in advance to prepare yourself for the conversation. The other thing that can help very much so is a series of Bible studies that the the topics and the content was put forth by the task force right. and then refined by the district staff. Mm-hmm. And it is a series of Bible studies, three, that also have accompanying videos that were made by members of the task force right. to kind of introduce the issue. Yeah. I, Paul, I've had a chance to review these, and they're they're phenomenal. You know, the um, for, we really recommend that anyone who's coming to the district convention would take the time uh, in their congregations to use these Bible studies and as discussion points. Um, pretty much all you need is some form of connection to video so that you can watch these videos together as a group. Um, but then the, all the, dis, uh, the Bible study, the verses, and the discussion questions are all available in those session documents to really help um, you kind of think through in a, in a careful way and discuss in a careful way what it means to speak the truth and love about racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's the preparation that's really going to help this conversation move forward right. in June. Yep. If, if our delegates come having thought this through, having considered, again, what our king would have us bring to the table, yes, and uh, having had the opportunity to process it with people in their ministries, so that when we come together in Portland in June, uh, that conversation can be robust, 
Yeah. It can be thoughtful and hopefully something that I think has been a part of our culture through these pandemic years uh, has been a high level of reactivity. Yes. Where somebody says a particular word or puts a particular question on the table and and people just react to it mm-hmm. rather than thoughtfully respond to it. Yeah. And I think we're at a we we really need to be at a place where we thoughtfully respond mm-hmm. to this question because it's one that's really important to it our is. culture. It's really important to the practice of our faith yes. as we witness to the love of God and Jesus Christ to the world. And Paul, and you're bringing it full circle for me because at the beginning of this conversation, we talked about Jesus being king mm-hmm. and and gathering for convention, uh, being uh, listening to him and what he cares about. And I, I just think of him and that the story of the that he told about the Samaritan that we call the Good Samaritan, the one who, who showed up for his neighbor, even though they were so very, very different. And mm-hmm. I, I think we have the opportunity to listen to one another and as a district to, to just really, truly listen to what Jesus has to say about loving our brothers and sisters, no matter who they are or where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big part of that is being able to listen to another person's experience yes. with an empathic heart. Mm-hmm. So that you take on a picture of what it's really like to mm-hmm. be them. One of one of the things that I think is problematic whenever people from a variety of backgrounds talk about the issue of racism is some people feel implicitly accused of being a racist. Yeah, and um, they defend themselves. We get defensive, like right. yeah, I'm not a racist. Mm-hmm. And then the response is, well, yes, you are. And, and we never get past that. Right. It's suddenly it's, it's, it's a binary. It's one or the other and, and not something that might be in between the relationship. Right. right. Yeah. Paul, this, maybe this is a good moment for us to close our time on this particular topic and for you to just give us maybe one question to be thinking about uh, as we're preparing for this particular topic at the district convention. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, the context for my question is the fact that we're all broken people mm-hmm. living in a broken world. Yeah. If we have that in mind and we're really interested in what our king wants us to do and to be, then an important question for us to ask is, how do I need to be changed by yes. this conversation? How does God want to change my heart? Yeah. And not do I have to change or what do I need to yeah. defend, mm-hmm. but how do I need to be changed? And if we, if we embrace that question, I think it will take us down the road quite a ways. I hope that you are listening to this question and, and it captures you somewhere as you consider um, change in your own life. I know it's captured me as I listen to you, Paul. How, how will I change is a great question to ask. And Lord Jesus, please bless us with your presence mm. as we consider this and prepare for um, our time together at our district convention. See you around the next bend of the river. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.